0: From the virtual summit, the core presents sales training boot camp with Jim Bass and K-Wat Nabi. Today's topic, tactics and scripts for converting leads for realtors. Cool. Let's go. All right, guys. So, um, again, this is uh, uh, tactics and scripts for converting leads with K-Wat Nabi and Jim Bass. Uh, we are super excited uh, to 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 do a show this class. Um, it's kind of, It's a little tough for me. Um, because I'm super freaking competitive. I'm short, so I, I still struggle with Napoleon Complex, so competitions mean everything to me. Uh, for Kay to be one of my new students, uh, 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 way back when and just fault me every step of the way on everything that I thought was so great for him and, and he, and he was a flipper and thought resale was stupid and, you know, just all these great things. And and then uh, I, I got the uh, the, the uh, blessing to to coach him. I don't know, probably three or four years ago. And he's just so dialed in, so dialed in, so dialed in. And he's barking that his RP twos are only getting four or five settlements a month. And I'm like, dude, like that's freaking rock star status. What are you talking about? I've been coaching RP twos for like ever, like four or five. Like and he's like, no, boom, boom, boom. So look. I, if I've ever got to lose to somebody, I am super excited to lose to this guy. Uh, K1, share with them uh, where you're at a little bit about your core journey, what the team looks like, and how you're rubbing my nose in it, uh, in a good way. um th- thank you very much, Jim. And, uh, before we, be- if I look like I'm uh, such a wreck,
1: um for everybody on the call, that little boy on the picture, um uh, it's my son. It's my son, Jacob, and we had, a, uh, just a a crazy journey this year and what the core has done for me because I've been in it since 2012 was just really set me up where I could be with him a lot and I didn't really have to worry about the business too much because we just did such an amazing job over the last few years where I could step back Uh, we still had our best year ever so I've been in the core since 2012 and I'm really the person that's known from going from three uh, from 36 sales to 408 sales in five years and a lot of that has to do with the guy that's presenting with me today. I mean, Jim's just been an amazing, amazing mentor to me, amazing coach. Uh, he really taught me how to just become a business person, um, because I wasn't, right? I transitioned from, you know, the internet investor guy to having, you know, a really warm business. So a lot of kudos to him. He's, uh, he's somebody that I hold in the highest regard and he, he says that you know, I beat him, but he's really made me really the man that I am today. So very, very excited to that. And Jim, you know, I really just I love teaching this class that we're going to teach because really it comes down to the greatness tracker, right? And everybody asks me, um, like, what was the most amazing, like the most impactful form for you when it comes to your growth and my growth from that investor internet guy to becoming, you know, what I am today? was the greatness tracker and the scripting and the tactics that went behind it. It helped increase my leads. It made my business really warm. And it gave me a daily snapshot of my business because when you look at it, right, we cover every single thing in that one form every single day that encompasses the core business, right, the the face-to-face stuff, the the eating lunch and what we call the break breads, the great conversations, the the gratitude, which we, we talk about, the thank you cards, and tracking your leads and your deals. So, um, very, very excited to teach this class. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick it over to you. Um, but I'm telling you, Jim, I am fired up right now. This is gonna Let's be an amazing go. class.
0: Let's go, amen. So, look, I, I love what Kay said. So that, that question came up the fire pit last night. Like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm new to the core. I'm new to this summit thing. Like, you know, what's, what's the one big thing for you? And so, Kay just shared the tactic, the greatness tracker. It's literally called greatness because that's, it, it is the vehicle to make us great. Um, and for me. It it was um, focusing on the highest dollar-per-hour activities, right? And that's literally the greatness tracker. So the mindset would be he or she who spends more time in high dollar-per-hour activities wins, right? And the vehicle or tactic for that is a greatness tracker, just like Kay said. So I love that. Um, um for us this is 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 about how to double your business for free. We've got a form in there we're gonna go over a little bit and talk a little bit about, but CCRs is the vehicle for that. If you the easiest way to double your business for free is to earn one current client referral during every transaction. So you'll you can double your business for free if you solely focus on that. Greatness Instructor is a great vehicle to be able to do that. Um so uh for me mindset and program in regards to that um really gets around um practice right so i think it was jay Fletch talked about um you can practice on people staff and you'll succeed you can practice with your clients and you will fail uh and then learn from your mistakes so there's there's one or two paths in regards to that so um, dayton talks about listing presentations right there's the listing presentation that you thought you gave there's the presentation that you actually gave and then on the way home there's the presentation you wish you would have given right and that translates exactly over to these conversations it's mindset it's it's context, it's framework, it's being prepared, uh, rolling into these uh, calling sessions for that. Um, and some little tactics so you guys are clear, right? It's a note up on the door. Do not enter. Do not bother me. It is time blocked in your calendar. Nobody can violate it. Um, it is protected. It is consistent. It is the same time each and every week. Little tactics you use, one of our one of our favorite friends, Frank Van Dresser, uh has green army men. Green and uh, green and brown army men. And every time he gets a referral, if it's a uh if it's a database referral or a cold, he'll flip a green man or a brown man. Whatever tactics you need to do to kind of get in that wheelhouse. Um Jimmy Reed talks about pick up the phone right before you start your calling session. Call somebody you love, right? Call your mother, call your grandmother, call your sister, call your brother. Call somebody who it just makes you happy. Like Kay and I were talking about right before this call, like talking about his son, like we were all like, oh gosh, man, you know, just, you know, bless the world we're at in this, but just kind of rocks it, you, you know? And, you know, it's, it's the ones, that's why we're doing all this, right? So call the ones that you love, put some drops in their bucket, um, and they think that's really what you're doing and you are, but the reality is they're kind of filling my cup before I go out there and just put on my sleeves and go to, go do battle, right? As far as calling everything else. Volume calls are dialers, right? I have an RP1 who loads up my call list in my dialer um, every morning as I start my calls. I do my calls every morning, first thing in the morning. I'm best in the AM, right? Um, so we set up these calls. Um, we do mail call visit, the core, you know, in regards to that. Um, and so it makes the conversations a little bit easier. But I'm clear, more times than not, the purpose of my calls uh, are to close for an appointment. We're going to roll in this next section. Kay's going to lead us in this next section in a minute uh, for theme days. But um, you need to be purposeful on who you're calling and what the message is and what you're trying to do in regards to that. Um, CCRs I talked about, and, and the context for me for that is about you have to set it up. Right. And that's what we've gotten better and better and better. So we discovered this concept back in 99 and by referral only a bunch, Rick, Todd, Rita, a bunch of us. Um, we're talking about all this referral based business. So uh, they were we were referral based. Why aren't we doing during the transaction? That's where we termed the coin current client referral. Um, so we realized the earlier we introduced this concept to the process, the more we win. So I'm going to go over a quick, high level, six step process that I set up for. Um, winning every presentation to set up the context and tone for CCRs. So first and foremost is Sharon Payne. Rick talks about that, uh, easiest way for us to connect with you guys, is share how broken we are, how often we screwed this up, and things like that. And I think that's why scripts class in general don't really work. The context does. So what Kay and I are going to share is our stories, our journeys, our tactics for doing it. You have all the pages in the books. You have all the language in the books. You need to make it your own as far as that's concerned. Um, my sixth step is I open it up, sharing with Payne. I share about a horrible story about the first house my wife and I ever bought. It was an absolute nightmare. We were selling it five and a half hours. She left the room crying. It was just terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, at the very end of the transaction, the attorney got up and said, hey, we're going down to have drinks. Why don't you come down and have a drink with us? And I'm like, drinks with you? I don't even see you, people. Like That was the worst experience of my life. What are you talking about? And he looked at me and his words, I have never forgot, and I have shared them thousands. I mean thousands of times with buyers and sellers in my marketplace across the county and across the state of Maryland. He said, it's not personal. It's just business. And I was just like, oh, I'm telling you what. If I ever get into the business, and at that time I never, in my wildest dreams, we were young and dumb, never envisioned being in this industry. But I swore if I ever got into the industry, nobody would have that experience. So instantly by sharing that pain with a client, it puts down their guard. They already have a preconceived notion about some kind of trauma. Some, they've either had a bad experience or know somebody who's had it. So right away, I'm relatable. They, they recognize my character. So that relaxes them. The next thing I do is I go in, what is it? It is November 6th. So Mr. and Mrs. And Mr. and Mrs. Buyer. It's November 6th, 2021. And we're looking back. We sold the house, we bought the house, whatever it is. Gosh, you know, we not only survived this crazy pandemic, but we accomplished your real estate goals. What exactly does that look like to you? What exactly do you want that to look like? What what do you want to see happen? And what do you want to see not happen? And like bullet point, jot this information down. This is really critical data that you have to have throughout the entire course of the conversation and the course of the transaction because you need to refer back to these points to make sure that you can help your client get unstuck, right? It's their motivation. I have a section in my CRM, my database, that has motivation for the client. What do they want to see happen? What do they not want to see happen? So we can move that through the conversation, right? We do our normal presentation just like we all do, marketing, buyer. It's a whole separate class. Um, We go in for the assumptive close. Step four is the assumptive close. We just slide the paperwork over in front of them. Step five is we go through the – Ultimate scenario, and I'll weave it back in to Mr. And Mr. Seller, when we not only meet but exceed your expectations throughout the course of the real estate transaction, buy, and I will weave what their ultimate scenario was, what they want to see happen, what they don't want to see happen. So Mr. Mr. Mrs. Seller, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, when I not only exceed, meet but exceed your expectations by accomplishing their goals, because they hear it when it's their goals, I, can I count on you to refer at least one or two great clients just like you? And then we slide the It's All About You form right in front of them every single time. They've already signed 50 pages, right? So this next process gets very easy. And then the last thing we do is Mr. and Mrs. Seller, we need your help. And we just slide that right in by them providing the names. Um I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that during the theme days a little bit later in regards to how do we make that happen through the CCRs and things like that. But that's our six-step process, right? Share pain. Go through the ultimate scenario. Um, sorry. Um, lost my screen. <laughs> um, ultimate scenario, go through our buyer-seller marketing presentation. Um, Go through the assumptive close. We slide in our normal paperwork, recap, and weave back into what's most important to them, either before, during, or after the transaction, what they want to see happen, what they don't want to see happen. Um, Honor them with a gift through the it's all about you, and that's not least is that we help you. We need your help form in regards to who are the people they know. Right. So that's our process. I'm going to pull some nuggets back out of that as we roll into theme days. Kay, anything that you do for your team or help your team set up um, in regards to mindset or jumping into programming for referrals as we jump into theme days? Um, We Yeah, there's a lot of different things that we do. But one thing that I want to I want to share
1: um, before I jump into that, when we talk about mindset and tactics, right, because everybody here is, is in coaching or is going to be in coaching, All right, and when we circle back to the Greatness Tracker, and and actually, if we can upload a copy of the Greatness Tracker, because I know we have some um, new students on here, and I want them to be able to see it and visualize it, the Greatness Tracker is the biggest impactful form that we have when we want to lead generate, but it's also the form that we abuse the most, okay? So I'm excited about this, because I'm going to teach you what I'm doing right now in the COVID world, virtual world the social distancing world we are going to teach you what i'm doing so that leads me to get more qualified prospects number one this is a tactic and you write this down and i know jim's gonna kill me when i say this (laughs) and if this is recorded which i know it is rick's gonna kill me too i want you to turn in greatness trackers that are truthful so that's non-filled greatness trackers okay i know it sounds just absolutely absolutely crazy because for a long time i thought it was So important to have these things filled with just a bunch of BS, right? And then earlier this year when I, you know, Jimmy, when I was, you know, working with Kendra a lot and I said, Kendra, I have to, you know, I've got to, you know, really take care of my son. I got to cut this down to about three days a week. And for us, Thursdays are very difficult because we can't make any calls on Thursdays. Very, very difficult. Full day of, of coaching and training. So I said, Kendra, I, I, I need some tactics behind this. And she just basically said, "Then show me what you're doing right now where you're struggling. Because as a coach, and Jim, you can, you, you'll speak to this as well, I cannot help you if you're not honest with us. right? If everything is really good and you're turning these things in and they're filled, I can't help you. I can't help you. And a, long, a long time ago, we used to find you when these things weren't filled. okay? <laughs> but the world's different now. OK, it's not as easy. So we had to come up with tactics and daily habits that we could help you through these type of things. So, again, non-filled greatness tracker. This is where, as coaches, we earn our money to help you figure it out. And the great part about it is that's why you have all these other people in the core to take and use some of the tactics that they're using to get you qualified prospects. And, and Jim, we talked about that early this morning in our Coaching with the Coaches call the people that get the most qualified prospects. And we're not talking about these internet leads that I used to have because when they convert at 3%, that is very, very, very hard work, exhausting work, okay? Work that when I look to see if I want to create a business for me doing this 10 years at a 3% conversion rate, I always think, nah, I don't know if I want to do this anymore because it will wipe you out in less than a year. So one thing, and Jim, uh, in in terms of tactics, did I – is there anything that you want to add to that because I'm going to go jump right into theme days
0: right no i, I again, I think you you it, the bullseye is high dollar prior activities right so that's what you're talking about the vehicle to be able to do that and for everybody uh, in the class, they are streaming the documents that we're talking about in the in the chat room. you can download those. We'll reference uh, I think we're on pages twenty six to thirty four in the books for the handouts and we'll call that out as we go there. Uh, as well. But no, jump, jump in the theme days, K, because that's the structure, right? That's the, that's the key to yeah. success for you.
1: So when we were looking at what Rick talked about yesterday on how do you improve and maintain the run, one of the things was having a calling plan, right? There's a lot of us here, we jump into the office and we're like, hey, what do I do right now, right? And that for years before the core, that was me, okay? That was me. So one of the first things that we do which is Monday. And for me, I love this day. This is my favorite day. And it's my favorite day because it's the easiest day for me. We all like easy, right, Jim? We just love, love, love easy. And before internet was easy because leads just kept coming in. And I thought it was easy until Kendra did some math for me. I mean, if you don't know Kendra, you've got to get to know her. She is like the gold standard when it comes to coaching and people Just an amazing, revamped my business to the point where I don't even want an internet lead. When internet lead comes in, for me, it's just I delete that thing. She's so laser-focused. So laser-focused on creating what we have and keeping and maintaining what we have today. Okay, but the math was, I'm just going to break it down really quickly. I know everybody loves stats. All right, so I was spending probably about $10,000 a month on Zillow. At one point, I don't know. I think I learned it from my Phil Pullman. You know, I <laughs> followed Phil for a long time. But, um, but I was spending ten thousand dollars a month on Zillow, and it was getting me. It was bringing in twenty five thousand dollars a month of gross commission income. Okay, and we were like, Yeah, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Two and a half times. That's pretty good. Uh. Uh-uh. What was I spending, Jim? Ten thousand dollars a month. So how much came back? Fifteen. Okay? And it wasn't just that. If you do the math from the start, fifty fifty buyer agents were were running it. So take that twenty-five, chop that in half, right? Twelve five, you take my ten thousand dollars off of that. Oh, hey, you made 200, you had two hundred you twenty five hundred bucks, uh-uh. Transaction coordinators, dialers, salaries, phones, copiers, all of that stuff. I was losing money. And until Kendra wrote it down and broke it down for me, I thought I was winning. Okay? So the first thing that we focused on was building out a VIP list, all right? And the VIP list for some of you that um, are are not actively in the core, okay, I have 42 people in my VIP list. I have uh, estate attorneys, insurance people, business owners, CPAs, financial planners, past clients, also family members, okay? I also have some whale accounts, big channel accounts, big builders that give me business, I have open door, I have the open door account, uh, locally because I was like, you know, if, if these big boys are going to come in, I don't want to be battling them. Let's figure out how we can partner together. And I did that. Okay. So of my 42 people this year, we're going to do a little over 170 transactions just from this list. Okay. Just from this list. And Jim, I thought this was the COVID year where we're not supposed to do a lot of business, right? Okay. That's it. I thought that's what I thought. And guess what? In March and April, that's exactly what happened to me. Things just went riding high. I mean, best year ever, best January, best February. Then March came like, whoa, what's happening? Then all the anxiety and fear started to set in. And the lead indicator for me was my leads dropped. My leads dropped. OK And I'm not talking about, since I track it every on my greatness tracker, when you look at the bottom, how many leads did you get that day Mondays, since I call my VIPs, those were the leads that started to go away first, because I have business owners, because I have estate attorneys, and because I have financial planners, and I have a really good my financial planner is one of my best friends. I called him one day, video conference because we couldn't meet, right? He looks like absolute hell, Jim. <laughs> absolute hell. I was like, dude, did you get up and like shower or do anything? Look, absolute hell. And he was like, dude, I'm so stressed out. Stock market dropped 35%. My clients are calling me at, I, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, holy smokes. And I was like, you know what? Let me, let me call someone else. Cause I had I, at the time, I didn't know. Usually it's like, Hey, let's talk about how we can uh, get some referrals going. It didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right at the time. So I called my next guy. Um, he's a restaurateur. I actually own the restaurant with him. I call him up, video conference, same thing, look like hell, beaten up, and I'm like, Dude, if, go fill out your PPP paperwork, and if anybody here was my student, I pushed that PPP stuff very, very hard, and I was like, I'm pushing my students, why don't I come up with a different tactic and a way to attack my VIP list, okay, so this is what I did, okay, Number one is I did not ask for business. I know I'm going to get blown up for that. I just did not ask for business because there was too many people that were ducking in, their head in the sand, running, hiding. They didn't know what to do. It was just so scary at the time, right? Thank God I have the community of the core because what we did is we rallied together, came up with some, t- energized each other and said, this is not going to stop us. We're going to figure out and go forward because we're one thing about the core. No matter if the world is ending, you really? will have your best year ever every year, and it's never an excuse, according to Rick Ruby. Ever, 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 you remember that.
0: Okay. And we, we did an think ending. it was ending. And we did it think it was ending. And I tell you okay, right there, when you were talking about that with 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 the business owners and the people, the VIPs that you were having trouble with. That, that, that thought that, that they were facing the end of the world. I think that's one of the many huge benefits of the core, right? So many things that we are sharing and, and strategizing with you guys, you can repurpose that not only for your team and your RP2s on the team – but to your referral partners, and that's the VIPs that that Kay's talking about. You know, when he's talking about getting PPE money or EIDL money, and that's just the government assistance stuff when the COVID shut everybody down, um, that's sound bites. And when Kay's saying he's not asking for business and he might get in trouble for that, the reality is he's doing more than asking for business, right? He's asking, how can I help you? What's your struggle? Here's what I got other guys doing. This may help. That will go miles past asking directly for that direct part of business. So, Kay, I just I thought that was just a, a a big spotlight that I think is big because this VIP source is a really eclectic type of pool, right? This isn't people that you've only done business with, right? No, this is I mean a little
1: bit of everybody. Again, big corporate giants with open door, a ton of estate attorneys, insurance people, business owners. Some of them were my family members. Past clients I sold houses to that were worried that were losing their jobs, right? My financial planners, you know, I saw my, I saw my money dip 30 something percent, but I always know it's going to come back. So what I did, I mean, everybody want, you want to write this down. Okay. This is what I did. So all you have to do is mirror it because we're still in the same scenario. It really hasn't changed too much, right? You can't have these 500 room meetings anymore. And this is what we're going to be seeing for probably the next 3, five, six, 10, 12 months. We don't know. So number one, call. Okay. And I know we're all saying, oh, yeah, okay, you're not teaching me anything new. But guess what I did? I called 42 of them every single week. You're like, dang. Yeah, I drove from Phoenix, you know, to go visit my son every day. I had time. 42 every single week. And I just asked, what type of support do they need? And one thing that they always talk about in the core is find a need and help fill that need. Okay, one thing I want everybody to know, okay, everybody has time. If I were to look at your calendar, break it down, I can see, I can tell you right now, I will find wasted time, white time, all right, time management that you you need to work on. All right, so when you hear 42, I just made the time. I didn't have a choice. I had to do this. Okay, next thing, meet. I started to get people together because I noticed what we do in the core. When I sit down, when I ha- have my other coaching people with me, I'm just so much more energized. So I would get my group, uh, my, my VIP group, and group into groups of four or five and have virtual meetings on how we're going to energize each other, talk, and how we can dig ourselves out of this hole that we're in right now. Okay, so my job not just as a coach, but also as a friend, okay, and as a business partner, I was going to help energize them, talk about tactics, talk about what we're going to do to lead gen, talk about how we're going to get this restaurant to do some takeout stuff and not just sit there where this guy's ready to jump off a building, right? So we met every week. And, um, you could do it in person, but I do mine virtually. So we talked about tactics and how to get them going. All right, next thing, Mail. I would mail them. I would mail them a lot of cool gifts. My gifts went, it was a little different because I would give them like really cheesy funny gifts, right? Before I was the guy that kind of went through the motions and just got the normal brownies and I mean if you're, if you're a student or coach, coach with me, you got my brownies, that's what I was really known for. But I brought motivational things to do, like motivational pictures, motivational items and trinkets, okay? In addition to the normal stuff that I've done. So call, meet, and mail gifts in addition to what we typically do on your EOS and letter of the heart. So, Jim, um, you saw how I attacked my Mondays, right? I didn't just stop with the normal 12 people that they say, yep. right? I knocked it all out every single week. And now I've slowly tried to trickle down. And by doing this, I actually hit my record the other day. Uh, Not the other day, but I actually called Rick. I had 84 warm referrals in one month. Never happened to me before. I was the kind of guy that you know, really hovered around that 50 to 55, but breaking 80 because I did this. And it felt like it almost happened overnight, right, because this was my main source. I put extreme support behind them, and I didn't even have to ask. And I'm not saying you stop asking for the end of time, because guess what I'm doing now? I'm starting to ask, right, because everybody's
0: feeling good. Business is open. We've yeah. made it through the storm. So okay.
1: anything that you do differently that you can add to that?
0: Well, I love that, Kay. And, and look, Kay, when I coached Kay, he, he would send in, like, a two-page Excel spreadsheet of every VIP broken down by the gift. And, look, they weren't expensive. And I think that's the important part of the it's-all-about-you form that you guys got to use every single time so that you know your clients, you know what's important to them. Because it doesn't need to be expensive, right? At the core, we're a p and driven company, so everything has to be dollar-justified, right? In relationship, it's knowing what somebody loves or doesn't like, their favorite sports team, a good book, uh, what's happening, what's trending. So I think that's where Kay does a great job really moving the needle, warming up these these particular clients. Um, for me during this time as well, business owners and everybody, the people on my VIP list. And VIPs, again, these are the whales. These are big people that have the ability to move the needle in your world. Like ideal, ultimate is 10 to 12 referrals plus a year. That's the best. We might have two or three of those, right? Four or five of those at the tops, right? Most, most people don't have uh, a group of VIPs that are referring 10 to 12 times a year. So early on, it might be once a quarter, right? You get four, that's pretty good. And we rank them by A, Bs, and Cs in regards to the VIPs. So it's just finding um, the people that are really moving. Big people that are in your community that you want to be in relationship with, right? The, The big people, the trustee members of the Chamber of Commerce. Somebody was saying, what do we do if we move to a new town and we run out of people to call? There are tons of networking groups to be able to find people. Find out the business. A lot of people have business journals. Who are the who are the biggest people winning best real estate company, best uh, landscaper, best CPA? You know, reach out to these people, ask for the meetings. Right? VIPs are the big whales. One of the things that we did exactly during this time because we lost, I lost 22, and then in the end it was like 26 transactions I lost in May and April uh, that just walked away, blew up. Uh, wasn't like the stock market went down, they come back, we had to resell the houses, right? Some of them resold to the same people, but 22 to 26 people. So I could see, just like Kay did, people rattled, they were running for cover. Um, I started to do a weekly video, and I've been doing videos, but I just, I just started doing a weekly real estate update. What's happening in the state of the market, where I see opportunity, and I just gave people hope right? I was incredibly bullish about residential real estate as I saw metropolitan areas getting hit harder. They're starting to come out. We saw the interest rates spiraling down. Um, we saw, you know, the, un- the uh, unemployment was rattling people, but some industries did really well and some didn't. So we just talked about daily ritual. When when the year gets to be too much, you focus on the month. You focus on the week. You focus on the day. You focus on the hour, daily hour power. A lot of things that we do in the core were very relatable and are very relatable to the VIP. So that was something I did as well. As Kay said, the core is built on mail, call, visit. Mail might be print. Mail might be email. Mail might be video, right? It's just something to kick open the door so that when we have the conversations, it's already warmed up. Oh, I just saw your video. And let me tell you, I was driving out of my street like, I don't know, six weeks into COVID. And – Somebody stopped, one of my neighbors stopped me, and I like hardly ever talked to this guy. And and he just starts having casual conversation and then started quoting some of the things that I've said. And I'm like, he's like, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah. And he's like, well, you said, and I'm like, I haven't talked to you in like six months. What are you talking about? I'm like, I would have never thought this guy watches my videos or, 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 or on Facebook. So it was really when people are concerned, they start looking for resources. Right. And, and I think we need to be that resource. You know, the national media, they talk about real estate markets that are not localized. So we need to be that localized market. And that's what a VIP looks for. And we're the king connectors with the VIPs. So Mondays is our VIP day. Right. Tuesdays, when we talk about our, our weekly theme days, is our client status update. Right. And why I wanted to talk about our six steps um, in regards to planting the seeds for the CCRs is that's really what I'm after on client status updates. Now, one, I'm I'm there to provide great service. Hey, Mr. Mrs. Buyer, Mr. Mrs. Seller, this is Jim Bass, Jim Bass Group Real Estate Teams with your weekly real estate update, right? So I cite exactly what the purpose of the call is. I want to give you an update on where we are with the sale of your home or the purchase of your contract. And we'll go through whatever it is, whether it's feedback showings or whatever, flush anything out, right? Um, I'm looking to find a problem and fix it. Uh, so that I can earn a wow or a thank you or, man, I, I can't believe you got, got this done, um, just a little something so that I can go in and close for a referral, right? Anytime we get wow, thank you, you guys are awesome, I don't know how we did it, it's a pattern interrupt, right? That's great. Who are the next two people that you know that can benefit from the same level of service? I know it's a little crazy out there, but there's a little something for everybody in this COVID real estate market right? The key to asking for referrals is it has to be broad, wide open. Not, will you refer me? That's a yes or no. That's a very closed question. It has to be a very wide open conversation. Depending upon your level of real estate will depend upon the level of aggressiveness and Kay and I can get very aggressive. And I mean, we will push down (laughs) through the fact of, oh, you know, somebody You're just not trying hard enough, right? Now, those are the people that we're really tight with. You might not be able to go there with most of your clients. But you can do a memory jogger. Hey, who did lose their job? We need to right size the house. Hey, all this time in the house, who's expecting now? Now they need another bedroom, right? Who doesn't have to commute to Washington, D.C. now, and they can move a little bit further out? Who is going bonkers with virtual school, and now they need a second office in the house? I can help. I can help. I will help right? So that message that we send on that week uh, with status updates is, is trying to help us find people that we can help. Okay, how about how about Wednesdays? What do you do for Wednesdays on theme days? All right, so we uh, Wednesdays, okay, so everybody turn to page 29, especially if
1: you are newer and you haven't been ex- exposed to this form before, okay? Wednesdays are basically our leads day, hot and cold leads, but one thing that I see everybody struggle with, right, and really what has taken us to that next level, um, especially with our buyer agents, is how do they convert? What do they do? What do they script? This is a good scripting part of this class, okay? So one thing that we want to know when you're dealing with sign calls, open house leads, um, internet leads, or even when you're in some sort of consultation with a client, you have to have some sort of script that knocks it out of the park. It's called your elevator pitch. Okay, so I'm actually going to go over an elevator pitch that I use, but also I have my buyer agents use, and I'm going to give you an example of one that we use for our buyer agents, and also when I work with the buyer, okay? So one thing, write this down. First thing, intro. They have to know who you are. Next one, a highlight and benefit about you or your experience in the business, okay? Because if you give a highlight about yourself, like for example, I said I sell 400 houses a year. And you don't give them a way that that's going to benefit them. Jim, what does it sound like I'm doing? Jim, I sold 500 houses a year. Still. I don't sound like some arrogant fool, right. right? Next thing is another highlight and benefit, but it's your unique selling proposition. And that's something that you can, you have to use to separate yourself from the glorified Zillow door opener that they're going to walk down the street to. Okay. After that, you closed. Okay. I love the alternate choice close. And then once we let the, I give them the alternate choice close, I let the uncomfortable silence hit. I don't say anything. I just sit there and I watch it go down. And guess what? They always talk first because if you do, you lose. So let me just tell you what this looks like. So, um, so Jim's walking into my open house or I'm sitting in a buyer consultation or I'm talking to the lead on the phone. Uh hey Jim, thank you very much for coming into my open house. I'm Kay Watanabe. I run the Property Partners, and I know you have a lot of choices when it comes to real estate agents out there, but let me just tell you a little bit um, so that you feel like you're going to be in good hands. So last year, I sold over four hundred houses and Jim I'm not telling you that to brag. I'm just telling you when it comes to negotiations, understanding the ins and outs of financing, and finding deals that most people cannot find, you're not going to find too many people with the experience like me. In addition to that, in a, buyer, in a seller's market with low inventory, you have to have more than one way to find a house because most people, most agents use MLS, and guess what? I'll let you in a little secret, Jim. Zillow is MLS, so you have the same stuff that we look at, and you know what? I'm a full-time agent. I've got a lot of buyers every now and then. You're going to see stuff faster than me, so the way I separate myself is I work with a ton of builders and a ton of fix-and-flip investors, so I've got this list of properties that will never hit the market until I show it to you first. And the great part about some of these fix and flip or builders, if I really understand what you're looking for, they will remodel it to your liking. And you get first shot at looking at the home. You can bring your family there, you can run numbers and have actually have a taste of what goes into it, similar like what you see on those TV shows. Pretty cool, huh? Wow. I like so I'd like to show you some of these. I'd love to show you some of these this weekend. I have an opening on Saturday at 12 or Saturday at 2. What work better for you? Tomorrow at 2. Done. Right there. So let the uncomfortable silence hit. You have to have something that separates you from your competition, and you have to have something that makes you credible, which is your experience. And your alternate, tro- I mean, your unique selling proposition can be anything. It could be your marketing plan that's awesome that you can use. Yep. Okay. Your experience could be like, hey, I'm a full-time agent. I work my butt off. It could be anything. You just have to have something ready to go, scripted practices, so you can knock it out of the park.
0: All right, Jim, anything else? I, that, oh, look, I, if, 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 if everybody in the room takes nothing other than that, when you ask for business, the key is to shut up because yes. whoever speaks next loses right? Just like Kay said, live through the awkward pause, right? They'll choke, they'll gag, it'll be okay, they will eventually come up for air, right? But if you bail them out, you don't get the name. They will eventually throw up a name somehow, someway, good, bad, or indifferent, right? So if you take away nothing, ask and shut up, right? That's the key. Um, Thursdays, theme day, favorite past clients, Right? This is an awesome day. This is, this is, this is really a close second to VIPs. VIPs is fun because yeah. they're just cool people, the big people, the people I like hanging with. My past clients, they're just cool because I'm so old. I'm at this point now. I don't work with people I don't like. Right? So we only work with cool people that I have fun with and it's enjoyable. Um, even though all the transactions aren't quite enjoyable. So I go through and it's, it's, it, it, it might be, uh, familiar to most, but I do it consistently and it's family occupation, recreation, and dream. And I just cover the four bullet points at a high level. How's the family doing right now? Anybody sick? Praise God, right? Things are good. Good? Uh, how's it going at work? Are you guys still virtual or are you not? There's lots of great things to talk about. How are you recreating? What are you doing? We're all going stir-crazy. How are you getting through it? This is what we're doing, right? What's the dream, right? The dream is changing for a lot of people. What does it look like to you? So I'm just touching them, touching them, touching them. I'm having conversations with most people don't even have with the family in the world. Like I have documented notes on these people because I have a continuation of conversation. Hey, I know you son someone who's going to be heading off to college. Is he virtual? Is he not? Did he get to go? Right. I pick up from where the last conversation was. I'm in relationship with these people. Right. So these are my favorite past clients. Right. So family, occupation, recreation, dream for dialogue. And then in the end I say, Hey, you know, um, it's been almost a year since we sold the house. We did a good job for you, right? Oh yeah, gosh, you know, just, I, I can't believe you got it gone. I know, right? I can't believe we overcame that $40,000 gap with the appraisal. I almost killed the guy, right? Took a lot of time and energy, but we did good, right? Oh my gosh, you're great, great. Can I count on you? I, I know you gave me, you've given me a couple of names throughout the course of the transaction, but I need somebody now. Like it, in this changing time, we, we, we're finding so many people that need to be able to take advantage of the market. Who are the next two people that you know that I should be having a conversation with about real estate? They don't be They don't have to be ready to buy or sell yet. The sooner I get aligned with them, right? Wide open. You can't You can't say no to it, right? So, in closing for themes day, okay, uh, what is uh, What is Friday for you? All right. So Friday is basically everybody
1: right? It's my business people that I'm going after. It's my builders. And if there's anybody that's left over, I'm going to go after. All right. So let's, I'm going to tell you right now, Jim, from coaching for the last few years, this is the day that people struggle with the most. I'm going to tell you why, because they guess they don't have a list. Okay. So write that down, have a business list. And the goal of the business list that you're creating is to build them into VIPs. Right. You're going to work them up into the VIP. So let me just tell you how I did this, because for a long time, Fridays would come around. I'd look for business cards and I would do all this <laughs> type of stuff. And I'm like, gosh, I don't have a list. And Kendra just, just kept dropping the hammer on me. Like, why do you suck on Fridays? Like, why do you suck on Fridays? OK, and it's because I didn't have a list. She goes, why don't you 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 know, before we had the ten four form. It's right. right. She goes you're 104 form which is our dashboard form now so if you're new we have a dashboard form that makes us go and find people that we can connect with in addition to all the other people that we have in our database or VIP okay so the tactic here is when you meet 4 to 8 people per month your job is to pick two of them that you like from that form and put them into a Friday list similar to a VIP similar to a past client list similar to a list that's given to you on Tuesdays to make your calls with, right? A list. That's the key. And then your job is to, again, a slower version of a VIP. Call, meet, mail, or gift. That's really what it comes down to. And the, I never like to have it like super, super awkward. So I always like, feel like I have a, I need a reason to call. Call. In, invite them to one of these either happy hours that right now we're probably not doing, but invite them to one of these other virtual Meetings and leverage the events that we're doing with other business owners. Make introductions for them. Okay. Over time, you're going to feel like, you know what? I really hit it off with this person. Now it's time to take it to another level. So after three meetings, then I start structuring how I'm going to ask for business. The way I do it now that I ha- I start generating a ton of business and I- we do 400 plus um, sales per year. So this is the script that I use for my insurance person. Okay. So Jim, uh, we did a, we did a lot of good business this last year. I want to take it to another level with you. Okay. What that means is I want to start giving you some more leads, but I actually need to know how do I elevate you when I hand out this lead? What does that look like? Give me three things that I can say to the client before I, I hand out the referral. Wow.
0: So
1: you give me your three things. Yeah. And I say, fantastic. So it looks like this. So I'm going to say, Jim Vass, been in the business 30 plus years. Okay. Very, very well known for his service and at the end of the day he's my guy and he's simply the best
0: okay is it okay if i elevate you that way before i hand out the referral i love that i love that right, did, so you did you all get before- that I, I think i don't want to interrupt you k but i think that's a huge point right we need if you're referring referral partners and business partners and things like that you need to find out one who's a good client for him. Who, if we're sending somebody a, a, a property insurance, uh, guy just sending all homeowners insurance and that's not their wheelhouse or we're sending them auto insurance, they don't make any money on that. That's just not a good fit. So I love where he gave the business person honor and asked who is a good client for you and what does that look like and how do we elevate you? Um, and guys, one we- more last thing. It's going to yep. take me, it's going to take me like 20 seconds.
1: Okay. You have to ask back. And the way I do it is I say, Hey Jim, you ever run into a client? Right, that you think is a good fit for me. Can you say these two things about me? So you basically just taught that person how to refer back to you, so you're not going to get upset anymore. You know, Jim didn't refer me. Oh my gosh, he should automatically know. Guess what? They don't
0: automatically know. You have to teach them, and that's how Fridays are done. Absolutely, I love that. So look, guys, we want to make sure we've got uh, plenty of time for Q and A. So we got about we got about ten fifteen minutes left. Lindsay and our awesome uh, core concierge are going to shout out some questions down through the chat string. They've been jotting them down as we've been rolling through. So uh, if you have anything, get it in the chat window. And, uh, Lindsay, did you guys catch anything that we haven't covered?
2: Yep. Just a couple things quick at the beginning. Um, what dialer did you reference? You said your RP1 loads your dialer up. What do you use?
0: I'm using Mojo. Um, and they have a one, two, or three-line dialer, and she, it auto imports. With, I use Boomtown for my CRM, and she can export from my CRM into Mojo and vice versa.
2: Awesome. Um, if they don't have any names for you uh, when you give the uh, We Need Your Help form, what do you say for the expected follow-up of getting those names eventually?
0: For me, again, uber competitive. Like, I, I feel like I failed. And so I will continue to go down a list of memory jogger people in regards to who who do you know that's expecting, who do you know that should be expecting, who do you know that got the big promotion needs the big you know needs a big trophy house, who do you know is not doing so well and might be looking for you know separation and we could help them out that way. Um, and then the one nugget I'll drop too is you know um, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Buyer. Um, we can help out either way. Right. If we have if you have a client or you have a friend that uh, owns a current house, we can either help them get 20 to 25 percent more house with the low interest rates and have the exact same payment. If you know somebody who wants to buy out um, or we can help them keep the same house for about 20 to 25 percent less payment. I know you know somebody that we can help save that much money or buy that much more house. And then I just I, – so I, I kind of come at it. I, I'll get some names, and they might be bogus, or I don't give contact information. But, again, it's the awkwardness. I just keep talking and leave the – they'll push the form back. I push it back over and suggest a couple more uh, patterns. How about you, Kay? How do you, how do you work with that We Need Your Help form? The We Need Your
1: Help form, we get that um, during the exciting times during a transaction. And typically, it's either when we're going through a consultation – Okay, when we talk about their, you know, wants, interests, and needs in terms of a house, and then we add that to that. Or if it's not someone that I'm working with, then the buyer, agent, or transaction coordinator gets it when they go into contract. You have to – you're you're asking for a lot of personal information. You have to strike when they're excited. Okay? And I did hear, like, a question that says, well, what do you do if the data is not there? That's That doesn't happen. (laughs) Okay. It just doesn't happen. My team knows prepare me for success. I'm such, I'm in, I'm dialed in on my calendar. I have a limited time. I don't hunt for any of that. Give me a list that's already prepared because they know the expectation. The expectation is you set me up for success. I execute knocking out of the park. Don't let me think. That's it. Don't let me think. Don't let me get distracted.
0: I love what Kay said on that too. And I think that's strike while the iron's hot. So for me, after we've gone through the, um, uh, marketing presentation, listing presentation, we've signed the, the paperwork. Um, I will remind them, Mr. And Mrs. Buyer, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, when we not only meet but exceed your expectations of, and I weave what was most, back, most important to them back into the conversation. So I'm helping them accomplish what they want to accomplish. It's giver's game. People like to reciprocate. So that's why we've had good luck with that. With that, weaving that information back in, that's also the information we use when we help people get unstuck. Right? Somebody's stuck at a price; they don't want to come down. Uh, Mr. Mister Seller, you know the goal was you wanted to be out of this house and into the new house by the time the holidays. Has that goal changed? Help me understand. Your motivation changed, okay? Oh, it hasn't. Okay, good. Well, there's only three reasons a house won't sell: price, location, condition. We walk through that. Or a buyer; they want to get stuck, right, fighting about conditions. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, you said you wanted to be in this new house by the holidays. This house has seven of the needs that you expressed and four of the wants. That's really good compared to everything else we saw. So take them back to what's most important to them. That's what a great real estate consultant does. And that way it's not personal because otherwise it's kind of we're kind of having a battle, and you don't want that. right?
2: Awesome. How many hours a day do you guys spend on your calls, minimum, maximum?
0: I only
1: do one. One before. Now I now driving I spend about two because it takes about two hours to get it done. But before my son was sick, I only I only did one hour.
0: I'm two. I'm solid two because I do less out on the road. I bring a lot I have somebody who goes out and previews the house and the sellers come into the office and so my presentations and things are almost eight out of ten of them are done in the office. So I, I'm able to spend more time on the phone.
2: Love it. Um if you relocate to a different county feel like you run out of people to call, what sources do you use to fill your greatness tracker until you grow more?
1: I can answer this because I've I've done it. I've, I've, you know, did open up a team somewhere else, but that's when you start to join these networking groups, right? These philanthropy groups, fundraising groups. Um, And and they're not all created equal. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if it's a group where it's a drinking group, don't join it. Right. If it's just a social group, we're not there's really no business interaction and they're not doing something for the community. That doesn't fit my, my bow. I just don't want to do that. I'm not out there to just drink. I'm out there for a purpose because if I'm out there to drink, I'm stealing time from my family, which is most important for me. Okay. So they have to have a philanthropy piece. They have to have a business networking piece and they also have a social piece as well. So I look for those three things. And if it doesn't have those three things, I'm not doing it.
0: I agree. And I agree. You, you go to these places, you write a check, they will take you and invite you to all the other people who want checks written. And it's, it's, yep. it's a good, it's a good group.
1: Join the membership committee as fast as you can so that you have a reason to call these people to, you know, just to introduce yourself and sit down with the meeting, talk about the club, and then they'll start to get to know you. People jump into these, these, you know, these groups and they do nothing. It's crazy to me. It's like, why did you go? Go make more calls. Jump in. Get involved. Jump on the membership committee. I did that, and that was the way where I could reach out to the membership group without it being weird,
0: right? Because I always want to make a call where it's not weird or awkward. And go in purposeful. When, when you roll yep. into Rotary, when you go into BNI, when you go into chamber meetings, when you go over to clubhouse stuff, go in with a purpose. My goal is to get five cards or five contacts. I hit that. I'm done. Peace out. I don't need to sit there for 90 minutes and listen to the, you know, the, the, the banter. I'm in, just like Kay said, I'm very purposeful. I don't have a lot of extra time, a lot of time coaching and everything else. So I go in with a purpose, get five five business cards, and then I'll follow up. My RP1 will set the appointment, and then we bring in and we go through our normal stuff.
2: Awesome. I'm going to put the class survey up, you guys, and a poll. While we're doing that, um, I'm going to ask you another question, all right?
0: And why Lindsay's putting that up, if for any reason Kay and I did not earn a five, please stay after the class and let us know what we could have done better to help you guys move the needle.
2: Love it. Um, If you have listings that aren't selling, how do you address it, COVID being a main concern?
0: I stick to their goal. I find out again, what was the ultimate scenario? Why are we moving? We've already had the conversation about why you chose to move during COVID. So has that motivation changed? And they try to make it about us. Why are you not selling it? It's not about me. There's only three reasons a house won't sell. Price, location, condition. Location's great. Nothing we can do about it, right? Condition, we've gotten good feedback. Historically, it's price, and that moves the needle. But again, I'm focused on what was most important to them. You wanted to be gone pre-COVID. You wanted to be gone before the holidays. Has that goal changed? If not, we need to address one of these three. That was great, Jen. That was awesome. In a market
1: that everything's selling, holy smokes! Great.
2: <laughs> right. um, do you guys keep the all about you form in a database, or where are you? You got a couple questions about like, do you put that in your CRM?
1: We keep it in two areas. I we do have we do have a folder with all of them into it. Especially if it's your, so I have them broken down. I have my VIP all about you forms that also go into the my VIP spreadsheet. And if you were one of my students, you've seen my VIP spreadsheet, okay? Um, with our big database, it, that goes into our CRM. We use Top Producer for
0: our closed business. For our active business, I, I'm like Jim. I use Boomtown. And I tell you, I think that's why it's, it's so important to get this signed early. Because it's awkward. I'm supposed to be in relationship with Kay. He sends me a referral and I'm like, Oh great, we'd love to honor you in a way that's respectful to you. Can you fill out this form and then I'll pick something out and send it to you? It's just it's just awkward and uncomfortable, right? Kay and I are not that kind of guy, right? So that's why I asked for this form up front. And I've set a silent expectation, right? Mr. And Mrs. And Mr. Seller, and Mr. Mrs. Buyer, when I not only meet but exceed your expectations, can I count on you to refer? And when you do, I want to honor you in a manner that's respectable to you. Could you fill out that it's all about you so I make sure that we're honoring you in a respectable way? And last but not least, I will bring in my RP1. And as we're finishing up the presentation in the office, I will put the name with the RP1. Hey, uh, Kay, this is my uh, RP1 Kim. Kim, this is Kay. Um, uh, Kim, Kay has agreed to refer us when we not only meet his expectations of A, B, and C. So now I've also delegated the opportunity to earn CCRs with my RP-1. Now I have a team chasing these.
2: That is awesome. All right, well that is all the time we have today. I know you guys might still have some questions. You can always see us at the lunch panels, you can come to the fire pits, and if you ask for some documentation, it wasn't part of the handouts, I will follow up with Jim and uh, Kay and get those for you guys, and you can That's request right. it from the support email or your concierge, okay?
0: Thank you, everyone. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Awesome. You've been listening to The Core's Sales Training Bootcamp. For registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670
2: or find us on the web at www.coretraining.com.